Thank you, Pastor Cantrell, for inviting me to speak at this year's Interfaith Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. service. For over a decade, I've had the privilege to participate in the service representing the Jewish community, reading those inspiring words from the book of Amos, words which have echoed through the generations, heard bouncing off the Lincoln Memorial, given voice by Dr. King as he energized all in attendance when he said, no, no, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied and continuing with the words of Amos until justice rolls down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. Indeed, those words ring as true today as when Dr. King spoke them in DC and Amos first uttered them. Over the years, I've, I've had the opportunity to hear wonderful music performed at the service by young musicians, as well as the church's choir. I've been inspired hearing talks given by many of our city's leaders and standing shoulder to shoulder and hand in hand with members of different faith communities. We have sung together, we shall overcome. In the spirit of community, in the spirit of building bridges and affirming that which unites us, we have come together to remember Dr. King and his lasting legacy. This interface service speaks to what's best about our community. The ability to come together in the spirit of brotherhood and sisterhood, to recognize that united, we can meet the challenges that life offers. And yet this year, we must acknowledge that we can't stand together or join hands or even be close to one another for the pandemic that has swept our planet has redefined the way we are living our lives. Out of concern for one another, we remain socially distant. We understand our actions help to keep another safe and it's out of this respect for one another that this service and so many other aspects of our lives have been reshaped. There are those who wanna see some mysterious hand behind the pandemic whether it's suggesting that the virus was engineered in the lab or spread by wealthy elites in their bid for power and profit. It seems to me that for many, it's assuring to see a mysterious hand behind an event, particularly one so large and devastating as COVID, rather than accepting that nature is simply doing what nature does. As a result of humans' continual encroachment on the natural habitat of animals, we are in much closer proximity, thus allowing the virus to jump from them to us. Natural events follow the rules of nature, unaware of us, uncaring, unaware of the devastation it leaves in its wake. Nature doesn't see borders, doesn't see gender, doesn't see ethnicity or color of skin or place of birth nor religion. And we can't manipulate nature through bargaining or military ventures or political mandate, but through action, collective action, we can have an impact. The only way we will work our way out of this pandemic is together, each person doing his or her part, wearing a mask, getting vaccinated when available, continuing to social distance, washing, one's hands. COVID is not magically gonna go away. It won't suddenly disappear as if it's never existed. 
It will only be eliminated by all of us working together. If there's a lesson to be drawn from this dire situation, it's that we are connected to one another whether we choose to be or not. For nature doesn't make a distinction and it's time for us to do the same. While Dr. King may never have imagined the situation that we're currently living in, he spoke to this reality some 50 years ago when he said, we must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. These words are as true now as when they were first spoken. If we don't work together, we will perish together as fools. Donald Trump was wrong. The coronavirus did not magically disappear. And now hundreds of thousands are dead. This pandemic will only be tamed through scientific hard work undertaken by people dedicated to reason and rationality. And it will be implemented by competent leadership with a well-developed plan and a government that is concerned for all of its citizens. And it'll take all of us. For either we live to live together as brothers and sisters or we perish together as fools. Beyond the fact that we are connected to one another, this pandemic exposes how the African-American community and other communities of color have been disproportionately impacted by this devastating disease. It has been reported in Harvard Health Publishing from the Harvard Medical School that, and I quote, Blacks and Latinos are four to nine times more likely to be infected by COVID than whites. And African-Americans and African-American deaths being nearly two times greater than would be expected. As Dr. Nunez Smith, director of the Equity Research and Innovation Center at Yale School of Medicine observed, we know that these racial ethnic disparities in COVID-19 are the results of pre-pandemic realities. It is a legacy of structural discrimination that has limited access to health and wealth for people of color. The pandemic highlights what we already know, that in our nation, health disparities are all too real. Social conditions that have existed in our nation have meant that people of color and vulnerable communities are more likely to become ill because of where they live and the environmental hazards that are located nearby. Additionally, we've come to know during this crisis that those essential workers, clerks in grocery stores and shelf stockers and janitors and delivery people and the aides that take care of the elderly, we depend upon them for our society to function. And yet they are frequently underpaid and often working without health care benefits. Only those with an agenda or who harbor prejudice in their hearts would deny these realities realities that have been with us for far too long, but are brought to the fore because of this pandemic. Crisis made worse as a result of incompetent leadership that was more concerned about personal aggrandizement than with the health and safety of the citizens of this nature. Given that the pandemic has and will continue to result in hundreds of thousands of people contracting the virus, thus now having a pre-existing condition, and the possibility of other pandemics to come, healthcare is not a luxury 
but a necessity. It is an essential human right. Once more, Dr. King recognized this reality and spoke to it when he said, of all the forms of inequality, injustice in health is the most shocking and the most inhuman because it often results in physical death. Today, when over 350,000 Americans have died as a result of COVID, King's words ring true. The U.S. lags behind other nations in healthcare with higher costs and worse results. We cannot nor should we turn a blind eye to this reality. It is immoral and it is unjust and it is time that it be fixed. Over the decades, Dr. King's words continue to ring out. He offered a clarion call, a message of justice, love, equality. And he recognized that injustice and in health is inhuman. And his words need to be heard as much today as when he first spoke them, but more, they need to be continued to echo through the generations. His words need to be repeated so that our children and their children come to know them. As we know from the Bible, those who left Egypt wandered for 40 years following Moses, hoping that they would find freedom but they didn't know how long their wandering would last nor where they would arrive. Through the harshness they tried, through the wilderness they hoped and they trusted. But during their wanderings, there were those who would rather, rather than continuing facing the harshness and challenges of the desert, they were willing to return to Egypt. They were willing to turn around, willing to accept slavery rather than freedom. And there's this Jewish legend about children children who stood before Moses and said, no, we must not return. And it was for them, the journey, the march forward to freedom continued, no matter how hard it was, it must continue for them. And thus it did. And as we know, it wasn't Moses who led the children of Israel into the promised land. It was a new leader, Joshua. A new leader had risen with a new generation carrying on what the previous generations had started. The lessons of the past weren't lost. They, they needed to be passed on, instilled into this new generation who would build upon what they had learned. So too, on this Martin Luther King Day, we recognize how important it is that Dr. King's messages be repeated, not for those of us who first heard them, but for the generations to follow. We who know King's words, who were alive when he first spoke, them, must be sure to teach them to the next generation what he said and what he meant. And we must instill in those future generations a sense of justice, compassion, empathy. We must help them to know that our nation can and must do better for all of its citizens. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel who marched with King and Selma said that as he marched, he felt as if his legs were praying. He and Dr. King became good friends and Heschel was asked to speak at King's funeral. Rabbi Heschel once observed that some are guilty, but all are responsible. Like King, Heschel reminds us that each of us, no matter our station, plays a role in ensuring the future that we pass down to generations that follow. Our nation and our world is paralyzed by the pandemic. And as we pause to 
remember the life and legacy of Dr. King, we are painfully aware that we are witnesses to and participants in a unique moment in human history. A moment that calls each of us to be our best selves and asks all of us to recognize that we each have both the opportunity and the responsibility to work for the betterment of all. For as we know, we must live together as brothers and sisters as we meet the challenges of the future or we will perish together. For as Dr. King reminds us, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. For we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Let us find the strength, the courage, integrity to meet our destiny together, standing shoulder to shoulder and hand in hand. <laughs>